welcome to join us at 6 here on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Pandu FM in the Volta region, Bishara Radio in the Northern region, Sky FM in the Buna region, and Max FM in the Western region. We're on ABN Radio in London and around the world at myjoyonline.com. This morning, we're live from digital address GA0993341. We'll be burying five at a go. We're going to bury more. We only want to elect the public. The COVID is real. And therefore, protect yourself. Observe the national protocol measures to protect yourself, protect your family. With 54 deaths and Ghana's COVID-19 case count approaching the 12,000 mark, President Tekufuado mounts spirited defense of his government's handling of a pandemic. The number of COVID-19 related deaths, sad though each death is, continues to remain very low. One of the lowest in Africa and the world. Moas, he confirms the health minister contracted the virus and warns anyone who fails to wear a mask henceforth is liable for prosecution. Let us also wish our hard-working Minister for Health a speedy recovery from the virus which he contracted in the line of duty. In business, prices of petroleum products you see significant increases week after similar jump earlier this month. We've got the latest numbers at 6.15. And Ghana is considering a new method of treatment for COVID-19 known as convalescent plasma treatment where some antibodies from recovered patients will be used in the treatment of people with the virus. We'll tell you more. As part of their immune system, they'll develop antibodies which process it and it can be given to people with moderate or uh, severe COVID uh, disease. We have details of these and other stories in the package. Thank you for joining us. Now, 54 deaths, that's the current number of people whose lives have been claimed by COVID-19 in Ghana. That number includes the mayor of the Sekandita Kwade Metropolis, KK Sapon, who died on Friday. Currently, the country's case count stands at 11,964, with 4,258 recoveries, leaving more than 7,600 people still sick with COVID-19. President Tekufar, who disclosed this in his 11th address to the nation last night, used the opportunity to defend his government's handling of a pandemic following growing concern by the public about the increasing numbers. Out of the 254,331 tests conducted, we have a total of 4,258 patients who are fully recovered. So our scrutiny, in effect, must be on the number of active cases, the number of COVID-19 related deaths. Sad though each death is, continues to remain very low, one of the lowest in Africa and the world. The president also confirmed reports Health Minister Kweku Ajimamenu has contracted the disease. Let us also wish our hard-working Minister for Health a speedy recovery from the virus which he contracted in the line of duty. Permit me to pay brief tribute to the Mayor of Sekundi Takradi Metropolis, Honorable K.K. Saab, whose efforts in enforcing social distancing protocols of the Sekundi and Takradi markets were recently highly commended by me and who sadly passed away on Friday as a result of a COVID-19-related death. He also added that persons who fail to wear a face mask in public would be in violation of a new executive instrument and face possible prosecution. All Ghanaians must remember that the wearing of masks is now mandatory. Leaving our homes without a face mask or face covering on is an offence. The police have been instructed to enforce this direction, which is the subject of an executive instrument. 
President Ekufuadu there. Now, the National Blood Service, with backing from the regulator, the Food and Drugs Authority, is facilitating access to convalescent plasma, an antibody-rich product that is collected from eligible donors who have recovered from COVID-19 to facilitate treatments of a virus. It is a step in improving the recovery rates of COVID patients in the country. Speaking to Joy News, this method uh, of treatment uh, has seen results in some African countries, including Mauritius and so on. Health experts are positive that it will work in Ghana. Chief Executive of the National Blood Service, Justina Ansa, spoke to us. Such people develop antibodies as part of their immune system. And these antibodies, when you collect your plasma, okay, through uh, plasmapheresis, you process it and it can be given to people with moderate or... Uh, severe COVID uh, disease. And when you give them, it's like you are giving them passive immunity. So it is being used across the world. So that is why we are, it's been encouraged that as many people who have the ability to do that should not. And in Ghana, in May, we, we added that to our treatment regimen for COVID 19. Chief Executive Officer of National Blood Service, Justina, she adds that the only stumbling block now is funding, but they are optimistic the World Bank will come to their aid. Well, Head of the Health Desk here, Johnny's Fred Smith, is here with me and he will share with us an update on the virus, Fred. Well, Kula, we are learning now that the virus has mutated, at least in Ghana, and scientists at the University of Ghana who recently successfully sequenced the genomes of SARS-CoV-2 uh, SARS-CoV-2 is the virus which causes COVID-19. They've come to the conclusion that the virus has mutated. Uh, what this simply means is that the virus has changed in character and can show different symptoms or react differently to available treatment. This, though, would depend on the extent of mutation. Whilst some mutation can produce significant change, others may not produce any change at, in character at all. And this is crucial because it will inform how we approach our fight against the virus. We expect these uh, the scientists to make an announcement on their findings sometime this week. Thank you very much. Head of the Health Desk here, Johnny Fred Smith. Now, the law will deal seriously with educational heads if they fail to ensure that all social distancing and hygiene protocols are adhered to as universities reopen today. Administrative heads, if found culpable, could be fined 12,000 cities and above or even serve some jail time. This is according to State Attorney Andrews Adugu. Speaking on the legal show COVID and the law, Ms. Adugu cautioned that if heads feel they are not ready to reopen, they shouldn't. Otherwise, they are supposed to comply with all the directives. These sanctions may be probably criminal sanctions or administrative sanctions under the requirement of the emotion, disciplinary right. mm. uh, action, or something of a sort to right. be fixed on you as a head of institution. You pay a fine starting from 12,000 Ghana cities and a, a maximum of 60,000 Ghana cities. Or in addition to that, you could go to jail for four years minimum and to 10 years maximum. Yes. State Prosecutor Andrews Adugu speaking on a legal show, COVID and the law with host Samson Ladi Ayenini. Now, the Electoral Commission says it has no plans for Ghanaians stranded abroad as it prepares to begin the voter registration exercise on June 30. The Commission's decision to go ahead with the compilation of a new electoral rule has generated controversy with the NDC vehemently opposed to it. The opposition party argues many will be disenfranchised as a result. Now, the closure of the borders due to COVID-19 has left many Ghanaians stranded out of the country. But Director of Electoral Services at the Electoral Commission, Dr. Sribo Kweku, said the EC has no decision on that. 
we don't know when the borders will open, but this exercise is going to continue to the last person who will make himself, himself available to be registered. We are going to use no less than 38 days. So if the people will come to Ghana within the 38 days, then they'll be covered. But other than that, the commission will have to take a decision. Dr. Sribo Kwaku is Director of Electoral Services at the Electoral Commission. He was speaking to MFR Pau on Beyond the Lockdown show on the Joy News channel. Now, more than 200 villages along Ghana's coastline rely on fisheries as their primary source of income. However, Ghana's small pelagic fishery, crucial for food security and livelihoods, is on the brink of collapse following decades of overexploitation. The illegal practice of cycle fishing, the transshipment of fish at sea from industrial trawlers to local canoes, has had a particularly destructive impact on Ghana's small pelagic fisheries. Join News' Richard Kwejonyako goes undercover for several weeks in some of these vessels to capture the illegal fishing business that are said to be suspended here except of a documentary we are back at the beach after hours of fishing with a painful scanty catch painful because the investment of time fuel for the outboard motor and the manpower cannot be compared to the value of the catch they have landed Nana Anubil used to go fishing with his father when he was a young boy. Things are getting out of hand. These days, the trolling boats have messed up our business. The effects of the transshipment has not only affected the fishermen along Ghana's coastal communities, but also the fishmongers here. The fishing business has been very tough for us these days. The canoes no longer bring good catches. This has made things difficult for us here at Abande. Here the excerpts of our latest hotline documentary, Psycho, When the Last Fish is Caught. 